Welcome back to Where Are They Now with Freddie McManus. This is the podcast where we take a lost celebrity and we track them down. We're coming for you, John from Play School. Joining me this week. She's a wonderful comedian, wonderful person. Here she is. It's Fiona Cox. Hello. Hello, Fiona. Fiona broke the news uh, before we started recording. This is actually your first podcast appearance it is well congratulations on that round of applause thank you i have i have talked before you have talked before i think i'll be cool you're a veteran of the talking game and they are transferable skills uh you may have heard there were two claps there to welcome us in we also have good friend the man with the laptop it's alfie kanak Hello, Freddie. Hello, mate. It's good to see you. Thank you for having me once again. So, Alfie's here to hold our hands. We're here for a serious investigation. And so, if at any point you have any questions, you want to follow up on any leads, Alfie will do that for you. Because the man we're looking at today is, I think it's safe to say, a broadcasting legend. Uh, yes. Would you agree? The one, the only. It's John from Play School. I will say his full name, but feel free throughout the episode to refer to him as John from Play School. He's just John from Play School. I only learnt his last name yesterday and I've already (laughs) forgotten it. Uh, You've already think of it as from Play School. From Play School. It's on his passport. It's on his birth certificate. It's his identity. It's who he is. It's who he is, rather. So, uh, if anyone is unfamiliar with what Play School is, firstly, what is wrong with you? You are poorly educated and you're going to struggle in life, first. (laughs) But... If you aren't familiar, it is Australia's longest running children's show. And uh, we have the Just theme song here. children's show, or is it? That's actually an excellent point, because uh, I would think so. Because the adults, uh, they, they flip from different things, but play school has sort of stayed the whole way. I can't no, think I of mean, a show. I can't think of a show that would have run longer. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? No. Oh. Talk us through the feelings, Fiona. There's a bear in there. I mean, you can't go wrong. And a chair as well. Is that John singing it? I think so. And grenades. And hand grenades. Do you remember that one? No. It's play school. This is a whole episode, Fiona. We just we just listen to this on repeat for about half an hour. Play the theme song until I cry. We do. And realize how old I am. It's an amazing thing. At what age were you when you started watching play school? By your recollection? Oh, I have no idea. I probably stopped when I was four. (laughs) You you realized I realized I was done by then. Wow. I don't remember watching it when I was at school. Right. So, because at that point it it, it does feel at like that they, point I'm in play school. <laughs> yeah, they wean you onto the yeah, actual school. I'm actual doing. I'm actually doing the crafts uh, at that point. Yeah, exactly. You could be you could be a presenter by six. Yeah, totally. that's it. If you really hustle hard, if you do good work. <laughs> so John was the backbone of the show. By he, my he was play school. He was, and hence his surname is from play from school. From play school. Uh, uh, but for those who aren't familiar with John's work, I actually uh, have sourced a clip just to start us off, just to get us. In the groove with John's work, uh, we have a clip from one of his more famous stories, uh, The Saucepan Who Lost Her Lid. And this is an extract from that story. This is the one that I watched last night. And I'm pretty sure I know which line you're going to show me. (laughs) (gasps) Whisk. So this is Whisk approaching the saucepan. Hello, mate. Said Whisk. Hello, how's it going? Oh, Whisk. Whisk, I've lost my lid. Look. Ooh. Nasty. Oh, I'll tell you lead. what, though, he said, Whisk, I'm going to give you a good whisking. <laughs> yeah. It'll make you feel better and take your mind off it. Oh. Oh. First of all, the mashing. Now she's going to have a whisking. Right. And that's what he did. He went, whisk, 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 whisk. And do you know what that did to Saucepan? She started to go, 
<laughs> tickling, you see. <laughs> stop it, said Saucepan. And we could stop it right there. (laughs) Yeah, that is the bit that I watched last night. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, it reframes it. It's just as well you you quit at four because I feel like it gets reframed very quickly. Uh, But first of all, I I saw when I was looking up, they refer to him as one of Australia's great actors. And I think we see evidence of it there. What else is he in? (laughs) Literally nothing. It's been a struggle. (laughs) Oh, no. He's had walk-on roles, but then he found his niche. They went, "Uh, John, can you do a high voice? And he went, "Uh, yes. (laughs) Can you do a low voice? Yes. You're in, and you'll be here for 30 years. Was he there for 30 <laughs> he years? He was, 1970 he was, he to 1999. He was in Who Killed Baby Azaria TV 1999, movie. he, he was there. Michael yeah. Chamberlain. What are you guys talking about? Hang on, he played Michael Chamberlain. Yes. <laughs> Um, and he played him like this. <laughs> he acted out the dingo taking the baby. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. And dingo. dingo went like this. I mean, that would be great. I mean, who wouldn't want to watch that? Uh, uh, but so uh, Hold on. You know, mate, look, you're selling him short. He played Anthony Eden at one point. That should... I don't know what? who that is. Who is oh, that? Anthony Eden was like Prime Minister of uh, Britain in like around the church. No, I'm years. not supposed to you know, should that. know that. You should, you're supposed to know that. I was too busy watching. I, I knew when a saucepan doesn't have a lid, it's yeah. a problem. That's the education She's I received. ripe for the whisking, apparently. <laughs> she also gets dusted, mopped. She, she has her that, head on a day, Saucepan, in that story. I knew you were going to play me that that clip. I watched it last night and, and also, I was... The, the funniest thing about it is that we played a short extract. It goes on for a solid nine minutes. Yeah, it does go on for a solid like nine minutes, but I knew you would play me <laughs> the bit about the whisking. <laughs> the weird thing is the YouTube comments are all people going like, I'm 46 and this has stayed with me. It is not <laughs> 46 I don't and it's still funny. And then someone pulls out the whisking line. <laughs> You st- it's tough to bounce back from that, but again, it's ingrained in your psyche and it'll make you a better person. My favourite comment is, you know you're well skint if your kids are playing with kitchenware and dish mops. Oh, no. <laughs> so they weren't paying it. <laughs> John, John shows up to work, he's just like, give me whatever you have. Yeah. The, the budget is low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, because people are in the ABC's budget's no good now, but it was always. It was he, always uh, John Hamblin in you, the current era would be voicing every character in a Pixar film. Yeah, you can tell that the budget's bad by the face that they put on the source, but I think it's, <laughs> I think it's made out of post-its. <laughs> I, think, I think he pulled a saucepan out of the bin yeah. and then used the things in that saucepan. Yeah, it's not a new saucepan. That's it. They don't, but you don't want it that way because she needs to be cleaned. She needs to have many things done to her. Yeah, and a, a brand spanking new saucepan, people won't believe it. The kids won't buy into the they narrative. They won't believe her story. She's and been through a lot. That's, that's what John's all about. But John, uh, I feel like that's a relic of a bygone era as well. Not only in children's television, but I feel like most of that would have been improvised as well. It's not oh, like it's, yeah. scri- it's not like there's someone with a cue card going, then Mr. Whisk goes, whisk, 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 whisk. John's just riffing, he's feeling it yeah. in the moment. And I think that's something we can all respect. School of Improv should just be watching play school <laughs> clips with John in it. And, and it's like, so the, the kids all circle around and they go, okay, guys, you have a hose and a picture of your grandmother and you have to make a nine-minute story and it will be televised. Yeah. Go. <laughs> <laughs> and there's very few talents because he does, he's very open. He left the Air Force when he was about 19. Hang on, what? He was in the Air Force? He was Force? in the Air Force when he was a kid uh, and he claims he saw horrors that he will never forget, so we won't tap on that. Hang on, how old is he? Yeah, horrors? look, I'm going to do some mathematics on this. 1935, so ooh, that's post-World War II. Korean War, like maybe in the 50s, yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, he, he said that was, uh, he said it made him grow up and then he 
grow up and then, for 30 and years. then he regressed. <laughs> it helped turn me into a man and then into a spoon yeah, and then into a boy and then into a, and then into a teddy bear. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, ultimately, uh, I feel like uh, the first thing, uh, this is a first for our podcast, but the first thing in finding out where are they now uh, is really with John, we did have to check for the purpose of the episode, is he alive? Yeah, I know. I was. <laughs> my Fiona was very concerned. Death was not actually my worst fear. Right. A, a little Me Too scandal was worse. Uh, yes. That would have been I, tough. I thought I would rather he be dead. I think some of, the, some of these are entendre. Uh-oh. Um, oh, yeah, true. Sometimes these entendres are double entendres. Mm. And, yeah, I think you might not get away with them on a kids' TV yeah, show prob- anymore. Probably not. Can I, can I read you they're one? A bit, absolutely. They're a bit loose in the 80s. Uh, absolutely. Let's, uh, let's, let's hear some of the entendres and Fiona, you'll give us your feedback. So you remember Benita. Benita was always my favourite. Right. Benita- well, hang on. She was on at the same time as John and oh, Benita yes. was your favourite. Yes. Were we watching the same show? Oh, I've always had a... Sorry, sorry, I can't recall uh, Benita transporting me to another world where saucepans don't have lids. Exactly. I don't recall her doing that. I don't mate. know. I liked Benita. What can she I was, say? Mate, she was good. She did a lot of bouncing that. and I did the research. Apparently she didn't wear a bra often. So <laughs> oh, wow. young Alfie got right around that. <laughs> oh, I liked the maternal figures. If someone figures. wasn't going to wear a bra, it's probably going to so be someone Benita called Benita. So recalls, there was a time when I was a house, for instance. So it's a play school. She's pretending to be a house. All right. Makes sense. Um, so she's standing there. Her hands shaped like a roof above her head, and our good friend John from Play School comes by and says, Hmm, fine house. And then walks around the back and says, Hmm, and a good back entrance oh, as Jesus. well. <laughs> I just remember Viola saying, I'd rather he be dead. <laughs> he was doing dead. it when you were a fan, mate. He was doing it oh, out in the no. open. It's all on film. The funny thing is... He's got a 30-year catalogue of being inappropriate. Oh, God. But he's, he's doing... It's not going to look good in court. He's hiding in plain sight, though, because the kids don't pick up on it. Yeah. So it's almost like he's flaunting it on television, getting away with whatever he wants under oh. the, the guise of ed- ed- educating the youth. Uh, but I feel like there's such a weird outlet where... I don't think double entendres exist in actual adult programming anymore. I think they're exclusively in children's stuff now because they know it's like, oh, something for the kids, something for the something adults. Something for the grown-ups. It's like when you, you know those articles that come out? Like, you know in Finding Nemo, there's like a dildo in the, in the scene where they're, where they're with the turtles? So you know, is you know, there? Hang well, on, there isn't, but, but Oh, well, I was like, what? I'm going to have to watch Finding Nemo tonight. Hang I on. I think in The Little Mermaid, one of the buildings is, is very phallic with like a, you know, clear. But, but you know what I mean? They're always saying like, oh, if you rewatch it Yeah, if you rewatch adult, it, it will, and I think it will ruin your childhood. I think we've learned that John coined this. Without John oh, Hamblin, there is none of that. He was that apparently, and I didn't. I honestly didn't pick up on it as a kid. So let me give you. I a think it'd be a concern if at four, when you claimed I'm, you finished watching the show, you were like back entrance. Yeah, we get it, yeah, John. Yeah. That's dirty. <laughs> so let me give you some examples. But then Fiona. I'm worried that maybe deep down, that's why I really liked the show. Now. <laughs> yeah, you paid out Alpha. You're like, oh, you liked Belinda. Really she wasn't nearly creepy <laughs> yeah. enough. It was Belinda. Belinda was scum. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, for example, in the uh, Pixar hit Cars, there's a truck stop that says all convertible waitresses. Oh, Jesus. Now, think about that for a second. Convertible. Is- to Islam? What? No, it's a topless. Oh, right. So, topless waitresses. <laughs> that, that one's, that um, one's deep. I think that would actually go over some adults. I think that's yeah, a, a quintuple over- entendre. Yeah, that that is- that's the inception of yeah. innuendo. It's, it's, it's cutting too deep. Are there any other, Alfie, are there any other examples of... Yeah, some of these are pretty tame. I'm going through a list right now. The real reason Aladdin was chased out of there. Ever wonder why Aladdin was being chased through a house filled with gorgeous women? 
Oh, it's because he's poor and he's in a brothel. If you can't... No, that's stupid. This that's, website's no, stupid. No, we knew that one. It's a harem, not a brothel. <laughs> Fools. <laughs> Although they changed it to a classroom in the recent remake. Oh, really? Oh, Did they I actually? haven't seen any of those yes. remakes. And they're all convertible? All the, all the, women, all the women in the classroom? <laughs> I think I'm going to use that in, in like my daily life. It'd be like a, sorry, can't walk in. No. Oh, was that a concert? She was convertible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a shower, okay? I, I shower with my trousers yeah. on, convertible style. Is it a convertible beach? <laughs> you drive your car on there? Yeah. Uh, but uh, that, that's, if, if John coined the innuendo, I feel like 30 years of getting away with that is an, in and of itself a success. And he got out at the right time, 1999. He knew the time to bow out. I can't believe I'm giving him props. (laughs) (laughs) And it's all contextual. If Benita's talking about it in a fun way, she was okay with it. There's like a game they played maybe. I don't know. Am I cancelled now? Yeah, was everyone in on it? We don't know. We don't know. Maybe the thrill, when when your subject matter, when what you have to talk about is stuff you learnt like 2 plus 2 is 4 or the basic stuff, you have to liven it up a little bit. You have to make it interesting. Otherwise, it is literally like... You take your two work home with you and you're talking to the saucepan <laughs> when you're cooking. Yeah. You're like, oh, man, when will I just have a life as an adult? <laughs> so if, at least if you try and flesh it out, then it's a bit better. But uh, John, uh, um, as I say, in his work, bawdy, naughty, tries to have a bit of fun, is often inappropriate. He has also transitioned this into his personal life. Uh, in an interview, uh, he says that everything he's ever done has been for women. Oh, no. Which is also another line that has not aged well, I feel. <laughs> no, also, I, like, was, I was four. I wasn't women. <laughs> Speaking of the number four. Yes, well, uh, that's what we were getting onto. Is uh, uh, If you were to guess how often John has been married, how often would you guess? Well, I'm going to say four now. You'd be right, Fiona. Great oh. deductive reasoning. And the this. most recent one, the most recent marriage, quite wholesome. 26 years. Pretty good. Oh, okay. That's I cool. thought when you meant when you said 26, 26 years, it was her. I'm like, oh, no. Uh, Fiona, you wouldn't be wrong there either. Apparently, she is considerably younger. Right. Which means, they mathematically, the worst part is she was probably watching. Oh, play no. School. <gasps> all, <laughs> that's the worst. Luckily, there wasn't a studio audience. That's all I'm saying. I feel like you, you've just done all your research to convert me into a Bonita fan. I don't... Hey, oh, we're doing Bonita in a, Alfie's doing Bonita in a future episode. In my <laughs> head, when I watched Play School, I thought that Benita and John were married. Right. I think I agree. I think I did too. I agree. I thought they were just yeah, together. Yeah, they, they were a couple. Like a family. Yeah. And I didn't understand the episodes when it was John and someone else. I'm like, nah, this is, it's not working. And his third wife? <laughs> yeah, his, yeah. Oh, wow. So how old is his wife? Um, we're trying to find that out. Not easy. He's a very private man. I will preface this by saying, obviously, we're trying to find out what John's doing now. Uh, he retired from play school in 2000. And then uh, Wikipedia says he maybe was in a few other things on TV. And then retired in Tasmania and has rediscovered his love of painting. That's not, okay, that's not far from what my friends and I guess. We thought Llama Farm, Wollongong. That's where right. we were going. So I, I think we're in And the, he's talking to the llamas. We're in, llamas, the, we're you in know? the neighbourhood, yeah. <laughs> you very much <laughs> Painting are. in Tasmania, we, yeah. We actually have a clip. So the uh, 50th anniversary of Play School was in 2016, and the ABC did a whole thing for it. Uh, he sang, as it should. He sang Old MacDonald Has a Farm as, you know, an 80-year-old. But unfortunately, you can't source the clip without actually being a teacher at a school. I tried to sign what? up to access the video, and they so what school do you represent? What uh, subject do you teach? And what age children? I put English, primary, picked a random school, but apparently my email uh, that I gave was not legitimate. Oh, yeah, so I didn't get to see or play you a clip Dot of John. Email or whatever they are. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. What do they give them? 
Look, I put my work email and I do not work at school. So, uh, <laughs> my personal email. That's it. freddymcm 94 at gmail.com. Gmail Turns does out not count. does not teach children. <laughs> Who knew? But uh, uh, on, on Damn, my mum's a teacher. We could have got her. Oh, you see, these are the things we should... We, we should research the guests as well, Alfie. In addition to the oh people God, we're looking do for. do not Google me. I, don't, I, don't, I haven't even Googled. We find a clip I of Fiona go- with her Googled friend myself. being like, oh, there's a good back <laughs> yeah. entrance. And we're like, whoa! <laughs> Fiona, you're cancelled, mate. We yeah. can't have you on the air. Also, we, we don't want to get into any issues with researching people's family members. That could that could cause a few problems, Freddie. That's absolutely true. It has yes. done in the past. All right, so what clip do you want me to play? The so ABC. we have... I'm just going to play a little bit. It's a longer interview, 25 minutes, and it's John in 2016, the only real interview he gave, and it's him talking a bit about acting and a bit about painting. What happened? And lucky enough, it all took off for me. Whether the art would or not, I don't know. I'm still sitting here looking at something I'm painting right now, and I'm not sure what it is. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it looks like till it's finished. Well, everybody sees me keeps walking into the room and saying, "Um, you've got more paint on your face than this clothing you've got on the canvas. (laughs) Which is true, that's how I paint, I think. (laughs) So I'm going to hang up the jacket and frame it. This was also kind of during the golden age of rep. Were you involved with that at all? Yes, oh gosh, yes, that's how I started out started out at the Theatre Royal Windsor, which was handy because I lived there. I think Stuart Wayne. <laughs> okay, can we pause? That's just like Aladdin who's hanging out at the... Uh, the I, I lived in the theatre. Yeah, sure you did, Johnny. Uh, but the odd thing about it is it's weird listening to him talk to an adult. The voice yeah. is lower, the energy is different. Talk us through, Fiona. Is, is that the, the charismatic not, man you remember? No, that's not John. And John, from memory, did know how to paint. That's it. Maybe a bit of self-deprecating humour never goes amiss, though. That Framing is, the jacket is, is quite funny. true. 350 episodes. Reckon we'll make it to 350 episodes? Yes, we will. And then a lot of clips will resurface of you being inappropriate towards me. <laughs> yeah. And it'll reframe everything. And it'll be like, I was an Alfie guy until I heard the episodes. <laughs> and I just so like, get the, so rogue. He has the record for the second most appearances. Hang on. Who's got the most? Simon. Uh, who do you? No. Vanita. Vanita. Oh, what? No. See? The, the smile on Alfie's face by is shit eating. By how many? <laughs> uh, not many. Not many at all. Um, she hung see. in there a week up. longer than he did. Yeah. Uh, no, she's actually, she's pretty good. He did 357. Benita. Almost as many as he's had wives. 401. <laughs> oh, wow. 401. That's an easily calculable in my head difference. Oh, and, and she's also had 44. five husbands. Just to, just to one-up <laughs> just to so one up him again. Has she really? No, Fiona. Oh, I'm like, hang on, what? I think, I think Fiona's understanding of the podcast medium is that everything is absolute well, gospel. I don't know what you found out. I didn't Google beforehand. <laughs> can we look up uh, uh, if, if Benita's with anyone? Yeah, if she's single, look. maybe if Alfie, we can arrange I something don't... where you can go out together. That'd be nice. Yeah, keep talking while I do the research, Freddie. So I'm just wa- watching you type now. The the interesting thing I thought is that I I reckon the reason why John was the uh, cornerstone of the show is sometimes one of the other hosts would tell a story and John would be all the characters in the story. Yeah, he acts it out. Yes. So the lion who forgot to roar. Oh yeah, I did watch that one last night as so, well. I vaguely remember that one. For the benefit, I had a hazy memory of it yeah. as well. For the benefit of the listener, it's a tour de force. It really is. It's very good. It's like, um, um, like I said, anyone doing improv should just <laughs> so you're don't go to school. Just watch the watch exactly. John's clips. all these all these improv kids. They're idiots. They walk on the stage and they go, "Be a lion," and they go, "Raw," and you go, "That's your first no, mistake. No. That is your first mistake. If you're going to be the king of the jungle, let's reframe it." 
You know, that the Lion King remake should have had John Hamblin jo- yeah, in the title role. All the characters. All of them, and it's actually live action, not this dumb CGI yeah. stuff where it's like they look like lions, but it's but clearly not, not really real lions. lions. I want John Hamblin, I want the wig, and yes, Benita will play Rafiki. Yeah. And yes, <laughs> she will do a phenomenal job. <laughs> I can't find if she out. She still has that haircut. I don't know if Benita's single or not. Uh, <laughs> So what I'm doing at the moment is I'm setting my Tinder account. Yeah, I was about to say to, to 75. Ages 78 to 79, thank you. Oh. Not 1940. Oh. She was born in. And I've got to just figure out where she's located. Geo um, hack my phone and then see if she's on Tinder. Does she have Facebook? That could be easier. <laughs> Okay, all right. Fiona, 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 I hate how you've come on this podcast and you're now indulging his worst instincts because he actually will. (laughs) He'll find her, he'll message her, he'll track her down. Oh my God, she actually has a profile. I wonder if it's a real profile. Probably not. Well, I looked up a fan page and, oh. uh, you know, as in to try and find a John Hamblin fan page to reach out to other fans of John Hamblin. Sorry, Fiona's looking at me with a quizzical look. John from There Play are School. no other fans. John I'm, from no. Play School. And there are no fan pages because I think his fans uh, are also too old to use Facebook. Use Facebook. <laughs> we have Hang two on a generations. Second. I have Facebook. Right. Okay, on. Fiona. How often do you use it, mate? <laughs> yeah, not really. Exactly. <laughs> but the, the crazy uh, thing about it. Uh, sorry, I'm just looking at my notes here, is that he has apparently routinely been asked to perform since the play school years were done. Uh, he released a book, a memoir, talking about all his oh, wives wow. and various other all things. Wives. <laughs> He's been painting and getting the paint everywhere and, you know, gets someone he hired to clean it up, I assume. But he constantly gets asked to perform and shows a distinct paranoia when he says, I can't uh, commit to long projects because I'm afraid I'll die. Oh, what? Oh, no. <laughs> He's 84 years old. And he's so been are we. S- We're all afraid. We're he's, all afraid. He's been 83. Saying he's been saying it since he was about 75. That's when oh, the interview right, where okay. the quote comes from, <laughs> which means there's been a solid decade where they're like, John, just come to the play school reunion. But he's like, no. How long are you planning on performing Old MacDonald had a farm? Like, <laughs> no, how many I think animals he's planning do you another, have in mind? I think he's planning another nine minute story and he's going like, it's a lot of energy. Yeah, it's so much energy. It's a lot of energy because the fucking, the Spoon Sisters... That from this long, I'll, I'll fill the audience in because now I'm well acquainted with John's work. The Spoon Sisters uh, in the Saucepan story have the same voice, uh, but he constantly gets them confused, which makes no sense because they're both called Spoon. Yeah. <laughs> and he literally, you sense him getting angry with himself that he's getting it wrong. And that, I think, is the other reason why he's not performing anymore because he's a perfectionist, uh, Fiona. No, you, oh, he played that prime minister and probably didn't nail it. You know what I mean? The yeah, English Prime Minister maybe true. felt I didn't immerse myself in the character was that in the same way as I did. After the preschool years. Good question. Anthony play Eden. School. When did a he play? When school. Did he play? Uh, he played an Anthony Eden in 1983. So oh, mid, mid play school. Mid play school. Wow. That is the dream. Maybe he made Most... a cameo appearance on the show as Anthony Eden. Yeah, wow. He broke character for <laughs> John one Hamlin. job. <laughs> Because that, that's what most of the people on Play School are. They're just actors who yeah. need regular work. And, and the difficulty of it is, is that Play School, I'm sure, you know, a wonderful thing. It means you're recognisable to generations of yeah. people. You touch a lot of lives. But the issue is, they're not going to cast you in an in-depth, gritty role when you're used to going... Like, you that's know, not true. John not played dead. John played a prime minister. Okay. That's but, true. But we didn't... We, it wasn't... It wasn't Glorified. It wasn't. He lost a baby to, to a dingo. They're like he's played some really in depth roles. 
Knowing John, knowing Johnny be on the side of the dingo. Yeah, probably. <laughs> he, probably he, he would further. also play the dingo. I'd vote <laughs> Let's for him. Be honest. <laughs> <laughs> would go, I'd vote for the dingo. Yeah. I think he has some good ideas. Stealing babies. They cry yeah. on planes. We don't like that. We don't like that. They're a nuisance. He probably pictured it as a place, place school play. <laughs> and, then, and then when they turned it down, he goes, fine, I'm yeah. doing an independent <laughs> project. I'll make a bloody film about it, oh. mate. So, um, Fiona, we've come to a crossroads here. Uh, we have an issue where John from play school is now a recluse. He's had his time in the limelight. And usually we try and get people back in the game. But I think with an 84-year-old man, that does count as harassment. Yeah, <laughs> if you reach out to him and be like, come on, does. mate. Do a podcast. Like, it's, it, it'd be too much. So instead... You'd probably have to explain what a podcast is. You probably would. It's like radio, but no one listens. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have a way we can contact him, but you're not going to like it, Freddie. Um, okay, run it by me. Landline we'll telephone. So I've is worked that... out his current wife's first name. Oh, no. Now this I, is the creepiest start to a I sentence added, I've ever heard. I added his last name to her name, assuming that he took... Oh, no. She took his name. Um, and I had a Tasmanian. I feel like you're just giving now, it tips looks like... to the creepiest people in the world. <laughs> Who do you think our <laughs> listener base is, Fiona Cox? Creeps. <laughs> They're probably fans of you. They're tuning into your episode, now, these fucking weirdos. It looks like she's a tour guide in Hobart. Oh. So we can join a tour. So we go to Tasmania, we do the historic pub tour of Hobart. And he probably shows up with the lion's mane. Like, we, oh, it's oh, a safari we, now. We drop a couple of Jemima references. That's it. <laughs> And he'd so, be like, this is the town hall, lovely back entrance, if yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Still got it, John. Still got it, mate. Wow. Well, I, one thing, Alfie's going to look that up. So the custom is at the end of the episode, we do try and reach out oh, to my, oh, the really? person. I do not encourage that we do that. Yeah, I probably sh- I don't want to be responsible for killing him. Like, Absolutely. I'm, do you know what, Fiona? I feel like we very much agree on that point. I don't want to get him into a, a rage or a paranoia. And worst of all, he's probably using the paintbrush, and I, I want him to have a steady hand. God. If we surprise him, the paint could go everywhere, <laughs> and all of a sudden, another masterpiece has been ruined. God. Let's try and buy one of his paintings. That's what I was just thinking. Oh, oh. wow, Alfie, we're on the same level. People say that we, we don't have chemistry. They're aggressively wrong. So yeah, maybe or well, maybe they're not for sale. You know, maybe he's he's. It's just for fun. One well, thing I, I'm trying to find one. Right. I'm to see if I can buy. Look one. for a, a bad painting. Yeah. If it's if it's paint everywhere, well, we that's wanna, what he's described need to start. A cheap as. one, right? So just get up Jackson Pollock. I'm sure it's very similar. His play school stuff's probably worth more. That's it. Clouds with cotton wool. Yeah, this old saucepan with the uh, eyes yeah, still. Yeah. One eye's <laughs> yeah, fallen well. off, but there's there's still one. It's an antique. Oh uh, look, it, it's, it, it's I'm not, not looking finding good. any like oh, on no. any of my usual. I uh, have, art I have websites. actually, I have actually seen him in the flesh. Okay, Ooh, Fiona, here we go. You have the floor. Here's our me too, mate. Let's hear the story. Yeah, I can't wait to hear what he said. I saw, I saw him in concert when I was four. Okay, uh, talk us through this, John. I, from what I remember, it was a long time ago. I remember the Wiggle Show. I was a similar age. All right. John and Benita came to Gosford Leagues Club. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't say that play school won't take you places. <laughs> came to Gosford Leagues Club and they like they went off. Yeah? Yeah. No one was sitting down. Everyone on their feet. And I remember he performed this, uh, this thing with a saucepan, uh, one of his favorite utensils. <laughs> and he had the saucepan on his head for most of it, and I thought it was the funniest thing I had that is hilarious. ever seen. Because the saucepan's lost her lid. Yeah, I don't think it was the same. 
Oh, not the same saucepan? All the same saucepan. You're saying in the green room, it's literally just the wall is littered with all hung up on the wall. different 70 saucepans of different shapes and sizes. I think I'll use the 20 centimetre for this one. It's like toupees. He's going like, (laughs) you know what? The hair's thinning a bit, so I need to pick out a saucepan to put on my head. And it also happens to be the funniest thing a human being can do. That's amazing. It seriously was the funniest thing at that point that I thought I had seen. And only I've topped. probably seen some other funny things since, but it's it's up there. He should have transitioned into stand-up comedy. I think that's what we're hearing here. He probably should have. If he did a fringe show, we'd definitely go Gosford Leaves Club, a reunion. Yeah, Gosford Leaves Club. I'm pretty sure it was the same floor that later turned into Club Trovo. <laughs> <laughs> so I was there many years later. He's probably a, as a teen. That's so funny. And, and then he looks like teens. is that the DJ? And it's a kind of yeah, source, but it's John Hamlin. <laughs> Open wise, <laughs> <laughs> come inside. Well, those did, lyrics have been reframed. They now. did what used the? to get celebs there, like the. Hot dogs, the dude from... Oh, hot dogs? Yeah. Freddie wow. won't know hot dogs. I won't, I'm afraid. Oh, I'm familiar wow. with the, uh, was, uh, the unhealthy food. Freddie wasn't um, in the country. That was the caliber era. of celebrity that they used to get I was there. sneaking across on a boat in the dead of night. Yeah. When that oh, was out. Yeah. wow. To come, wow. Uh, to come into the country illegally. Happy to be here. We'd love <laughs> to stay. Um, one little... It's a bit rogue, but we did struggle to find specific uh, things uh, on John. But you'd be pleased to learn that the John Hamblin name is still synonymous with great storytelling. There is a man by the same name in America who works uh, for, what is it, the Parkside Baptist Church. His name is John Hamblin. And you remember many great stories. John Hamblin, the play school man, has a very specific delivery style. There are voices. It's quite sunny. It's playful. We're having a good time. The new John Hamblin has a different approach to performing, and we would like to show that to you now and maybe try and see what we can do to help this man be more like the John we know and love. What unbelief does is it disparages God's son. In Mark 6, 3, the apostle Mark tells us about how devilish doubt attacks the... Christ within the four walls of the synagogue. Those in the Lord's earthly home city of Nazareth didn't have breath. Dr. Hayes' lip. Yes, okay, if, if, we, if we pause it there. So, Fiona, first of all, uh, we've been listening for about 30 seconds. He's only done one voice. That is an issue. Yeah, that's, yes. that's The Bible is full of characters, and maybe the Father sounds like this, the Son sounds like this, and the Holy Ghost can be whatever you want. You know what I mean? I feel like we need. I feel like Fiona is utterly confused. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, there I mean, some, the subject matter probably. If you type in John Hamblin, this man is prolific. What's oh, the name? Ca- of, does he come up first? Uh, pretty much now. Oh, uh, wow. What is prolific, what is the name well, of that particular sermon, Alfie? If you could just let us know. The sin that's gotta go. And can you look at some recommended videos? Some, some great titles. The sin uh, that's gotta gotta go. What is the specific sin that's gotta go? Well, we didn't research that deeply, uh, Doctor John Hamblin. <laughs> it's a forty-minute oh, yeah. sermon. <laughs> we are not willing to research that deeply for your purposes. Get right. off the porch and get in the house <laughs> like they sound like play school stories like the saucepan that lost its lid get off the porch yeah, get, get in the house <laughs> the sin that's gotta go the sin that's gotta go the spoon that's gotta go yeah, you know you, you, pretty you much figure it in. and he he kind of he's, he's struggling for views though right so we do need to i think it is out. i think it is old people accidentally clicking on yeah, it thinking probably. it's john hamblin at gosford yeah, Gosf- yeah, Gosf- yeah, i'm about to say you're probably responsible for we are the 167th view on that yeah. video so maybe that's the John Hamblin we reach out to and send oh, him a no. send him a video of our John Hamblin and be like, mate, maybe a few tips on how to improve your preaching skills. Crepe paper is a really good 
crop, you might <laughs> want to you. interpret some of that. Thank you. A papier mâché cross. Here's what I made Include earlier. Some of that. That's very good. I honestly think. Can can you look up the the social medias of got John it. Hampton, the preacher? You've got him. He's got a Twitter Aww. account. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> is he on Instagram? Is he on Instagram? He, oh. he has the Lord's will in his mind at all times. I don't think he's found Instagram. <laughs> I'm going to have egg on my face now. He's got Instagram, isn't uh, he? That's a different John Hamm. It's a common name. Oh, uh, well, there you go. Not only the entertainment industry, it's not. Evangelist John Hamblin. <laughs> he loves... Oh, tw- yeah. No. don't know. don't think he's got Instagram, but we could hit him up on Twitter. How many followers? 6,000 followers. Oh, Wow. Uh, There's a lot of Americans. More, more than most comedians. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you haven't seen John's tweets. They're very funny. He's very he's scathing on Twitter. They're they're, they're very good. Um, but maybe if we can get a video, a URL of the Sourceburn story, and maybe send John Hamblin and be like, "This is your namesake," showing you how it's done, mate. Oof. I think this can only end with several death threats with, from 6,000 uh, angry Twitter followers. going to hell, I think that's what he's going to And do you know who's going to join us there? The very problematic John yeah, Hamlin John from, from Play School. <laughs> he's probably at the gates. We're getting the wrap-up <laughs> music because, unfortunately, we're not going to reach out to John Hamlin, but we do wish him the best. If you